0: Good morning, Mr. Alfonso. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing well. Hope you are. I am. I am. Alfonso, I thank you tremendously for allowing me to interview you for Veterans Day. Um, it's an honor. Thank you. I appreciate it.
1: Hey, I thank you for doing it. It's an honor you doing that for, uh, for the veterans and for these uh, people around us.
0: Great, great, great. Alfonso, since this is about you being a veteran, I'd like to start off asking you a question that is going to take you way back. Um, Alfonso, out of all the things that you could have done, can you tell me why is it that you selected to join the military?
1: Um, yeah, well, it was, it's pretty simple. It was um, based on opportunity. It was an opportunity to be able to um, get into college and um, have someone support me during school and pay for some things um, while I was in in college. And um, actually, it uh, started as a a part-time job while I was in college. Then it escalated into a full-time position when I got out of it. But um, I just... um, jumped on the military to uh, use his resources and help to um, just to uh, fund my program and fund my, uh, support me um, trying to grow up and make sense of all this life.
0: Okay, <laughs> Good answer. He said opportunity um, and it helped him, it helped him. So with that said, Afonso, Mr. Mosley, Afonso Mosley, the Mosley, can you share with us your military journey? Can you, you know, talk to us about what you did, where you did it, you know, what that changed about you?
1: Um, yes. Yeah, so well, it was. Um, it took me. It took me to a few places. Um, uh, of course, I started in Fort Knox, Kentucky, which is um, was what they call it. Um, they got me off the bat, put me in a one called an OSAT, a one station unit training. So normally people go to basic training, stay there a few months, then they leave and go somewhere else for AIT, just the annual um, initial training. But I, um, I got stuck in one station, so I was in Kentucky for almost a year. Wow! And uh, when I came out, uh, I was, um, I was um, fully qualified as a. Um, as an armor 19 kilo which was the um, first soldiers train on the m1 abrams tanks which is a uh, ma- magnificent combat machine <laughs> but as the uh as the training went we didn't we didn't see a lot of action just a lot of training so um after um, after after five years of that i switched up and became a medic okay so i went back to um I went to san antonio for another year stayed there and came back out as a combat medic and um that was a little more hands-on on more on the civilian side so i was a little more helpful than uh learning how to blow stuff up so I, I used that as a um as a tool to better myself and get to the next level
0: okay, okay. So, well,
1: talk to me about what you enjoyed most about the military, Mr. Mosley. Um, again, the um, uh, the amazing opportunity. I, I just, I just can never get over the opportunity that I grew up in a rural area and um, just to be able to um, get involved with a uh, with the military and was able to go see different people, different places, and learn different different things. I just uh look look back at it as a tremendous opportunity that I, I wish I could um and I have been trying to encourage more young people to get into. Because I see today I think the numbers are dropping and of the um especially black American youth, uh, not just men, but women also, the numbers has decreased so as far as enlisting enlisting, enlisting. And I, I just feel that's it's a it's a great opportunity for um anyone to start and finish if they desire to but definitely a great place to start as as the commercial used to say back in the day
0: (laughs) a great great place place to start
1: place to start yes it is. i don't
0: remember that one alfonso that must have been before my time a great place to start is that what they said
1: (laughs) that's right (laughs)
0: <laughs> so, Alfonso, with you, with you saying that, you know, the military is a great place to start. You grew up in a, a rural community. It gave you the opportunity, you know, to, to see different things, do different things. It, it, it helped you as you went through college. Can you tell me what is it that made you decide that, OK, now's the time. It's time for me to retire. Uh, believe
1: it or not, uh, I was um I got, uh, I got orders to be redeployed again. I've been to Afghanistan, Iraq, and I was um, in my 20s, 20, 21st, 22nd year, and um, I got orders to be redeployed. And then just looking at my medical my medical background and my uh, personal medical um, issues that I had, I um, decided it be best for me to get out where I could. Instead of going back and um, testing the waters again, so I went twice, and I thought uh, at the third time it would be someone else, someone else's turn to go back, and I can uh, I, I I can assist better on the training side than the actual combat side. So that's what made me retire, and also um, it was an opportunity because when I i just I think I was lucky I I lucked up into a, a contract opportunity when I retired. So, this company was waiting on me to retire, encouraging me to retire so I can come teach full time at the Medical uh, Simulation Training Center called the MSTC. And we kind of worked hand in hand as um, I think I was out in the military for two weeks before I was back working with the military.
0: Okay. So, you stayed working with the military for a while.
1: Yes, it did. Yes, it did. And it was, um, again, it was a good opportunity because it was. Um, I have gained a lot of knowledge and a lot of um, training on the medical side. So I was able to teach um, young soldiers that was going, 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 to, going, to, going overseas or going to war. We was able to treat, um, train them and put them through some uh, realistic training to get them prepared. And so it was a good opportunity, and I did that once I retired. Oh,
0: Mr. Mosley, are you still doing that?
1: Um, occasionally, but not full time. I I do the CPR part and the first yeah. day This one um, I do have a uh, personal relationship with some of the um instructors. So when when they when they when they're short, I they kind of call me in on part time status. But yeah. I uh, I refuse to sign a contract as full time. Okay,
0: so Mr. Mosley, um, when you were able to. Transition completely, you know, from the military, from working as a contractor with the military. Can you talk to me about what that transition was like for you and your family to like, you know, cut ties with the military? Um, Somewhat cut ties with the military. What was that transition like?
1: Uh, well, again, the um, the um, transition from military to the civilian side of life. As a contractor, it, it helped ease the pain of leaving the military because I was still involved with the military, and um, which I which I, um, I I loved every minute I was in the military, and loved all the people I met, and I really can't think of any bad times I had in the military. Knock on wood, except some um, injuries, even injuries that we treated, uh, we never lost anybody. So uh, there were good injuries. But uh, as far as the transition, um, it was just the um, smooth transition from the um, from uniform to a khakis um, and golf shirt, kind of doing the same thing,
0: okay. but
1: just at the arena.
0: Okay. So
1: okay. it was pretty smooth.
0: Yeah. Great. Great. So share with us, Alfonso, what is it that you... Do
1: now as a civilian. Um, well, I'm a um, business owner. My, as um, my wife now, we own uh, three childcare centers, and um, so we're a black-owned business family. And it has my whole um, majority of my family has been included in it, and they're they're supported. And they um, they run the business. I just kind of oversee and do what they ask me to do. <laughs> <laughs> But I do, uh, we do a lot of the training, Again, uh, the first aid. You know, first aid CPR is very important for anybody who works in the, CPR, works in the child care field. you got to have it every two years. It used to be one every, every year. That's when I got involved in it because we were scattering, trying to find classes to get into every year. So once I started teaching it, um, fortunately, it went to every two years. So I try to just help out the community, help out our staff and different staffs in the area. That needs CPR First Aid by coming to them, so they don't have to send a, they don't they don't have to send their staff away from work. I can come to them and train them right there at work.
0: Mm-hmm. So I hear oh. that you are a black business owner. You and your family own three child development centers, and then you also serve as a facilitator for CPR and First Aid for your community. How cool is that? How cool is that? Mm-hmm.
1: You said. Also, I'm a local, um, I'm in the politics, I'm the uh, local town commissioner, being re-elected. This is my third term being re-elected. So I get to um, support the town and support the citizens on trying to help them uh, get through the different um, avenues of the town to keep keep VAS up and going, hopefully.
0: Okay, so did I hear
1: you say you're a town commissioner for VAS? Yes, ma'am, yeah. Yes.
0: So, I don't know much about that. Can can you tell me what is it that a town commissioner? What 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 do you do as a town commissioner? What's that mission?
1: Uh, well, we we sit. It's a total of five of us, and we sit on the board with the mayor of the town. And um, decisions from police activity to road activity to housing areas come in. Different businesses coming in. We all have to vote on it to get it started and push it in the right direction. Okay. Then we follow the um, growth and make sure it's, it's done properly. And um, so we just oversee, oversee all the missions of the town and with a, with, a, with a vote. We all have a vote at the board.
0: Okay. I like that. I didn't know. I, did, I didn't know, so I'm sure that you know other right. veterans didn't know that either. Um, so you share with us, you know, your mission as a as a a black family business owner, as a town commissioner. How about you share with us, you know, your journey as a family man, Mr. Alfonso?
1: Uh, well, I've been um lucky. I've been married to the married for thirty years now. Wow. And, uh, three beautiful daughters out, out of my marriage and I uh, uh, had um, beauty about them each one has um, followed our footsteps and they're finished their, finish, finish their, college, their graduate, college graduates and they did finish school and all successful uh, citizens right now and um, one thing I'm proud of all three of them graduate from HBCUs so that's one thing I hang my hat on.
0: <laughs> Mister, what's what's HBCU?
1: Uh, historical black college.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. I knew that. I was asking for the ones that didn't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> 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 Okay, so Alfonso, you've talked to us about being a military man, a veteran, a businessman, uh been in politics, you know, in your community as a community advocate, you know, you've been the home hero um, a a dad uh a, a dad of girls. So tell me that's a lot uh how do you prioritize, you know? What is it that you're going to do when you're gonna do it? You know, how do you prioritize what's important wearing all those different hats?
1: Um. Well, of course, with family, you always try to keep them on their proper journey, and we always, um, always push education first. And uh, fortunately, no one, none, 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 of the family ever pushed back against education, and we always, they always push forward on their education, and uh, it just. Um, just keeping them active. Um, all of them play sports. So I kept them active, kept them involved in the community, kept them um, in and out of uh, small towns. Even though we live in small town, we visit big towns so they can see the difference of big cities and the small cities. And they they know the difference. And um, just been a ongoing process. Their mother, their mother was a um, she's a big resource for them and she's um, encouraging them and she's they follow her footsteps. She's um, bolded in education, also, and of course, she started the business from ground up, pretty much by herself. So we all are act like support elements for her right now.
0: Kind of sound like you got a wonderful wife. Like there's another hero in the house. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, how great is that? That is good. That is good. So Alfonso, with you talking about you know family and you know, education and your wife been the backbone of the business, you know, starting it up from the ground up. That makes me think about about legacy. Um, so I wanted to talk to you a moment about legacy. Can you tell me a couple of, of your legacy memories and how you anchor those memories?
1: Um, well, as far as my legacies, um, and re- re- reflecting back to the military, that's where I got my... Um, military background from my grandfather he was in world war world war ii and wow. my father my father he was in korean war and went to vietnam twice and they always tell me this uh, funny story that my grandfather and my father was in happened to be in the korean war at the same time father's grad he was drafted out of high school straight to korean war and um they was both there at the same time and um uh, they they joked, my grandfather say told his son, hey, um, I'm going home to take care of mother. You keep your head down till you get home. <laughs> <laughs>
0: keep so, your head um, down until you get home. Wow.
1: Going home to take care of mom. So <laughs> he left them over there. But the um just the um the men they were, I think, kind of encouraged me to want to be somewhat involved in the military, because they were great men and they were great strong men. And um, uh, I think that's pretty much where I got my background for the military from.
0: Oh, wow, so that was three generations.
1: Yes, three generations, yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Military men. So uh, yeah. Alfonso, I want to stay on, on this legacy. Um, well, I say well, I say, 40 years from now, uh, when you like 80, 90 years old, um, you are at your own legacy celebration. I want you to tell me about... Uh, two individuals that you know would be at your legacy celebration with you and what is it they would say about Mr. Alfonso Mosley?
1: Um, well, I would um, hope my wife will be there and she'll say what a uh, good husband and great father I was and how I always put my family first and um, didn't let anything come between me and my family. Um, looking f- uh, for my kids to be there, um, echoing what their mother said as far as um, being a good parent. You know, very supportive on, on all of their missions and good or bad. We always um, was right there with them and pushed, pushed them to it, came through the good side and everything seemed so far. Knock on wood, everything came out good. Um. Uh, I would. Um. Who else would be there? My. Um. Hopefully, some of my comrades I served with would be there, and they would say what a um, dedicated soldier I was, and how do I always put my um, fellow soldiers in front of me, not worrying about harm or dangers, just trying to make sure everybody got home safely. So that'll be my legacy, my family, and just a few friends.
0: Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's a wonderful legacy. That's what's important. That's what matters: family and a few friends. So we talk about family and a few friends, um, and and those were your military comrades. So I I have this last question for you. What is it that you want to share with individuals who are in the military and they're looking to transition to this side? they Are looking to become civilians? What is it that that you could share with these individuals?
1: Uh, Well, first of all, make sure you're eligible to retire. I hear hear it's kind of funny, but I hear it so many times today that people have 12, 15, 14 years in and plan on getting out when they're so close to retirement. If I uh, don't no matter how tough your situation is, if you can just tough it out a few more years, you'll be rewarded the rest of your life. So I want to encourage them to stay in to the, the end or stay in until they're eligible to retire. And um, I also would like to, again, encourage um, young, young African American people to actually think about joining the military again and it's um it's actually a place where it's, it's the regulations and the the, uh, the regulations and the come law the um, benefits are are meaningful and it's um, it's kind of it's always fair to a certain extent in the military it's not just they, they can't just push it to the side and say they're going to do one thing when the policy says they had to do something else. So just encouraging to um, use it as a footstool or get in to get started or get in and finish. And then it's yours the rest of your life. So just trying to encourage people, our people to um, think about joining, not just the Army. I was in the Army, but any branch of the military. I had friends that's in the Army, Air Force, Navy, Marines, brother-in-law's in the Marine, brother-in-law's in the Air Force. So it's just a good place for um, um, our people to um, get a good start, our uh, young people,
0: our young people, great, yes. great. So, Alfonso, I've asked you several different questions on several different topics, and this is your platform. Uh, so, I'm not sure if I've asked you everything uh, to prompt you know concepts that you'd like to to speak about. So, is there anything else that you would like to share today that I have not prompted from you?
1: Um, no, not really. Just um, again, thank you for what doing what you're doing, creating a platform uh, for veterans. And hopefully, um, this was um, our, our uh, conversation will fall on the right ears and encourage someone else to uh, pursue a career. Because, um, as you speak with other veterans, I'm pretty sure some of them echo some of the same things I'm saying that um, the life you have in the military cannot be. It can be challenging, but it can't be replaced by anything you do in the civilian world.
0: I have so not me, heard that. I'm glad you shared that.
1: Great.
0: I have not heard that through the interviews. I'm glad you shared that.
1: Yes. I appreciate it. So that's, that's the only thing. Just encourage people to uh, use, it, use it as an avenue and um, get the best out of it that you can.
0: Right. Alfonso, thank you. Thank you for 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 participating today okay
1: I appreciate you and pretty much I'll
0: turn down all right